kind of think that um, we've never really set out or pitched out what we are. And like, can I have a go at it? And then mm. we'll see what you guys. You think. don't even listen to us. Don't <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but look, yeah, we really just found out that Dan hasn't listened to a so, single episode. So, here is a little bit. Of, so you know, if you go on YouTube and you get some of these people and they go into like the the, the minutia, like the real detail, and you sort of think, how do so they possibly? Yeah, thank you. How do they possibly know all of that stuff? Mm. Yeah. We're not that. No. So if you, I think so we're sort of like, hopes up. No, yeah. but, I think, but I think that's positive, right? So if you're the sort of person that's like, oh, for God's sake, like you don't need to know all of that. Yeah. Really <laughs> if, you, if you're like, just someone, we're like the everyman yeah. podcast. Yeah, if you want we're a really like, superficial understanding like every of really blog. basic concepts. Yeah. You know when I someone recommends right, you right a book and you're like, okay, I'm going to read that book. And then someone says, oh, they do do that book, but it's got pictures in it. And then you're just like, yes, great. I'll mm. read that one with the pictures in. We are those people. Yeah, well, I, I, I think even I think even less than that. I think if someone said, here's, I think we're here's even worse a, than that. Here's, <laughs> here's, a, here's a book I want you that. to read, but there's also this like half an hour long audio you can listen to. It'll just tell you everything yeah. about the book in like a fairly layman's way, so that if anyone asks, "Have you seen it?" You can go, "Oh yeah, I have seen it," and have like a fairly okay chat about it. The only thing is, is in trying to clarify this, I fear that we've gone the wrong way because now we're talking about books but we in fact do not and or is a great well, basically we basically books. we enjoy all these sort of shows but mm. we are not nerdy enough we're well, not we, maybe we are nerdy enough but we just we're don't nerdy know to some. We're, pure, nerdy, we're nerdy to some to pure. some yeah but we just don't know the actual histories and pure details like some people do so yeah. we're nerdy enough but not too nerdy and that's not, our niche not clever yeah. enough and not clever enough we're very down and we're not witty enough either, no, no. Even, to even combat it with Witticism. So our USP, our USP so, is that we have no USPs. No, our, our USP is we're not funny, we're infactual, and we are ill-prepared. Um, <laughs> so we don't that, even listen to our... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. we've even got members that don't listen to our And content. we don't even try and make it better. So I think with that, so, sorry, sorry, I think that that's... Um, that that's nice, that's, that's, that's kind of But good, we are actually. jolly good friends. We are so. jolly good sailors. Well, yeah. <laughs> see, see what it's... We'll Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Guild of Critics and... Today, we are going to be talking about episodes one to six of Andor on Disney+. Plus. Sponsored. <laughs> yeah. This is sponsored by Disney+. Plus For eight ninety nine a month. Um, where should we start then, guys? This was... this. None of us watched this as it came out. We haven't watched this. <laughs> we, none of us have seen this. <laughs> We're going to watch it now. Um, I think we all came in this quite late, didn't we? Uh, I, I caught up. Yeah. I I basically spent my Christmas break watching this show. Um, I think I was the first one to watch the first yeah, episodes because yeah, you maybe. Can, you guys. I think some, maybe you actually, Marlo, you talked about it. Yeah, and I assumed that you were watching it whilst you were talking no, no, about no. it. No. And then even Marcus maybe mentioned it. One of our other friends. Yeah. Um, but and then I think I watched a few episodes, and then <laughs> I said oh, I've started watching it. Everyone was like. Yeah, we haven't started it. Yeah, <laughs> watched it. Man. And then I think I've I went ahead, and then you you guys got ahead of me. Well, because I spent the the latter half of last year rewatching all of Star Wars yeah. uh, chronologically, and I remember seeing and you put uh, a little shift in though, didn't you? Yeah, you, yeah. You, I think you I basically paid all... for like a month of Disney Plus and Did... just watched all of it. Does yeah. it not really wind you up though that you've watched it all in chronological order no. and then somewhere slap bang in the middle, Andor comes out? Does that not make you think, uh, oh, shit? No, not really. You have to because I knew it, I knew it was going to come out. <laughs> you have to rewatch now. I knew it was coming out, but when obviously when I watched Rogue One, the, you know I'd seen it in the cinemas when it came out. But when rewatching it a couple of months ago, I remember you know knowing that Andor was going to be. So when you watched Rogue out, One, so. what had you seen, like in terms of films, just just the original trilogy and the prequels? Yeah. But bear in mind, I, in my life, I've seen everything, but I just, I, <laughs> I've seen everything in my life. <laughs> I had just forgotten so all of the details, it. all of the like, you know, minutiae to use that lovely yeah, word. Well. I'd, I'd forgotten all of that. So I thought the best way is to watch all of it, timeline order, and then you're like fully up to date. So when you're, when you're talking about, you know, everything, you're talking about Mandalorian, Book Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I didn't watch like Rebels, the, the animated stuff. Did you not watch it... a few of the episodes? So like there was the a the Clone uh, Wars ones. The Clone Wars. There was some. There was a list that people said these are like yeah. the big ones to watch. No, didn't <laughs> I still didn't. Watch. Watch. Well, I thought I'd start with like the you know do, it's the, do the broad strokes. It first. is unfortunate yeah. with the Clone Wars um, because they they did so many series of that, mm, and yeah. really, there's only like a handful of. Episodes yeah. that are oh, really some of the best Star Wars. Well, even when they came watched. out, I remember watching them. But again, it was like 
years ago yeah. when I wasn't really in the Star Wars universe. And they were pro- kind of... predominantly, they were very much for children, weren't they? The Clone Wars. Yeah. Thing. I yeah. tried to start yeah. watching them and it just, I don't know, it just there's so many. And I was just yeah. like, it was hard yeah. to go. And yeah, as you said, it's a children's program. So. But then out of nowhere, they bring out an episode that yeah, like couldn't see myself. fills in loads of plot holes of the Star Wars universe that you hadn't seen before. Because up until mm. that point, we didn't have anything like Mandalorian or anything like that. The Clone Wars really expanded that whole yeah. area between, you know, our, our, well, obviously during the Clone Wars. But then after that, we got the Bad Batch. And um, do they take it to, again, I haven't watched any of the animated stuff, which is bad, really. But do they sort of take it to another level in terms of it not just being like, it's not really a children's I think because obviously over years, the the, the Clone Wars kind of picked up more and more audience of like mature people watching Mm. it, like adults and stuff. And they were like, we can capitalize on this and make it and mature it up a little bit. Mm. And Bad Batch, yeah, is definitely probably still a children's animated show. But I think you could watch it as just a Star Wars fan and enjoy it. Mm. Mm. It's not as heavy. It's not as heavy as some of the Star Wars films, but um, there are some scenes in it where. And I'm assuming they don't have as many episodes and stuff like Clone Wars does. No, no, Bad Batch. I think is on the second series comes out in January, and they're like I think seven or eight episodes. Yeah, Mm. that's the thing. Clone Wars is what like twenty plus episodes a season. Yeah, it's a lot. Lots of seasons. Seven, seven, eight seasons. Something like that. So um, that, that, that's everything we're not covering. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. So that is everything that we're not covering. But also, I think, I think we're going to be revisiting a lot of the old Star Wars stuff as we talk today because you know, Andor explores a time which we haven't seen before, in between slap bang in the middle of Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. Mm. Um, obviously, it's the um, the lead up to Rogue, Rogue One, One, which I'm going to put out there is my favorite Star Wars film. Well, wow. um, out of every loved, single, out of everything, loved it. Absolutely to be fair, when I first it. watched Rogue One, it I thought really it was good. pretty special. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe favorite. It'd be definitely top three at least. Yeah, maybe it could be favorite, but I'm gonna need to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Got, it's, got, it's not. It's not. I don't. I don't. Can you remember much of it? it? Do you remember? Not, not really. From do you remember what they're trying to blow up? I mean. Come on, Dan. No, I do really, but I think, but but yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that. That nor that love for it. That, to get that, for that, it. that, that blind that, passion that you got. I think that it's one of those where again, it surprised me. Like I was not expecting anything yeah. special with Rogue One because obviously mm. they were going through the episodes and obviously they were doing going to do um, spin-offs in between. And I thought, oh, Rogue One is going to be like some random. I don't. I didn't even know what to expect to be honest. Did we have just the first... surprised me? The first of the new pre- uh, sequels. Yeah, the first the one. first one had come Then out. went Rogue One, yeah. then two, then... And I think um, that's why it was so special, because Obi- what, it, what was the... Not, not Rise of Skywalker. Um, um, the first one was the first Solo. one. Solo, Solo yeah. came out as well. What was the first sequel trilogy? Was it on the Rise of Skywalker? No, that was the second one, wasn't it? Oh. Um, oh, my God. Well, this, See, this is, is what we're talking about. Last, is it, is it a there's new the last movie? Jedi, and then what's the f- yeah the first one is should know this. Well, in first, not to Force be, Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah. The the thing is with the Force Awakens, mm. it was a good film. It was perfectly serviceable. It wasn't bad, but it was very much a rehash of, of New, new Hope, Hope. Yeah. and all the characters. They just felt that they were being so safe of them, and then we had Rogue One, which <laughs> was basically like, five minutes. Before yeah, which was just like gritty. Dirty, like a little bit sh- like shady, showing us like actually the rebellion, you know, are actually what rebellion is going to be like, yeah. and they are willing to go the like you know step into a bit more darker territories and do naughtier things. That's why I think I love Andor in general because it doesn't feel like a Star Wars thing, but you love the fact that it is Star Wars. Yeah, like, there's all the all these connections to it, but you know, Andor as a character, like. It could be like a Blade Runner sort of thing. His, yeah. his character is very, True. very Blade Runner, and it's real gritty. Someone who's just caught up in this is this is the 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 Empire like basically about to erupt, and that mm. the volcano is about to be erupted, and we find these characters that where they are when that happens, mm. and they're all getting dragged into this. You know, yeah. When what after we're going to talk to episode episode six today. Where is where we get to the heist, and this heist very much sets into motion the rebellion, mm. and really does put like light the fuse on it. Um, and like you say, we see people like Cassian Andor, who's just like 
he hasn't got a clue what's going on. Like the Imperial Army have come in, they've taken control, but he's just like not he's just gonna let them basically do it because it's not really directly mm. affecting them. I think that's a really good point because uh, I'm not even going to have a go at the uh, the guy's name, but the guy who effectively recruits Cassian Andor, he's really... Luthen. Luthen. Yeah, Luthen, sorry. Skarsgård. He's the architect behind all of this, isn't he? And he's yeah. almost... I wouldn't say he's manipulating Cassian, but he's obviously... A little bit grooming. I think, I think in some of the episodes, though, it starts to, it starts to sort of <laughs> make quite clear that he's very aware that in doing some of this stuff, life is going to get... A hell of a lot worse for a lot of people. Yeah, but they need to be miserable yeah. to boost the. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish we could chat about it the whole series. Oh, because... have I gone too far? No, 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 no. no, no but there's a speech that you've watched, episode whatever. There's a speech he makes, and it just sums it up. Like, yeah, yeah, I've watched it a couple of times, and it's just a credible speech that he says about like what he's lost, um, and like you say, like they're just willing. To, they know that things are going to get a whole lot darker, but it's going to be worth it in you're, the long run. You're right about the grooming, though, because um, Luthen basically tries to pass off like it's just another job, basically, to start with, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, just do this one job for me. But he knows so much about him, doesn't he? How, yeah, how does yeah. he know How does he know who Wow well, is? Because that's obviously not... Maybe he knows... Does, does it make reference to knowing Marva? Um, well, well, she's well, she's like quite a big figure on on. Yeah, so not maybe ferrets. he. We're not. They're quite... similar age, aren't they? Well, they look similar age. I mean, she. Looks yeah, like they're, she's they're, I, I would, say, I would yeah. say they're around. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, we we some. Well, some we of need a prequel watched, to the Some prequel. of us have watched the whole series, but only some of us have watched up to certain points, um, and we start to learn a little bit about. Um, Martha, is it Martha? Is Martha? No, Martha. his his Martha, his 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 um kind of adoptive mum. Yeah, that she do, she does have ties to the to the rebellion. Yeah. So maybe there is some connection, but we 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 think that the reason that he knows so much about Cassian is because of Bix, because she's kind of the contact, isn't she, on the planet? Yeah. She's the one that contacts Skarsgård's character, Luthen. Bix being uh, Andor's ex girlfriend. Mm. Why? Why did he let her go? What happened? Yeah, for, that can't for have been my choice. For Tim, do you reckon? Do you reckon she let him go? I, be, I believe it has to be that way around. Mm. Do you know what I like about Star Wars? Looking, we're looking at the, all the names, and basically a lot of them they just make normal names and just very slightly change them. We don't you try to make them. new you ones. You find that in so many. But like so out of all of them, obviously they've got Martha instead of Martha, and then Bix could be another name, like well, Luther Bix, instead, Bix instead of, of Luther. Like, Let's not my, go back to the Game of Thrones episode. But do you know what the best the best one out of all of them is Tim. Tim. They've just added an, an extra, extra M on Tim. <laughs> yeah. Like they couldn't just leave it at Tim. Timber. There are some that call me Tim. <laughs> and Vel would be like Val. Val, Val. Yeah. Yeah, they can't. But like, <laughs> why did they need to put an extra Deborah. M instead of Deborah? Yeah, you're right, actually. It's yeah. all just Davo instead of just Dave. Lufin. <laughs> Gone, so, yeah. Lewis. Gone. Anyway. Gone. Um, so, I mean, episodes one to six. Ollie, one could to you six. could could you confidently give us a little rundown of what happens? Not really. Time? Not at all. Well, yeah. Go on. Um, basically, we start off with Cassian. Yeah. And we're just seeing he's basically on his own. Um, he's probably has been most of his life, doing bits and bobs. Going back to his mum occasionally, probably helping her out. We don't know Christmas this. We probably... How do you make it sound so dirty? <laughs> Doing bits and bobs, going back to his mum from now. But like, yeah, he's probably been Brings like his dirty washing. Yeah. Was it um, ducker and diver most of his life? Oh yeah, um, like a ducker and diver. And obviously, <laughs> ducker. The one, this one incident sort of sparks. He's on the run. He's probably been on the run before, but he's on the run properly. Yeah, where he gets into a fracker. Fracker. Fracas, fracas, fracas. With what are they? They call them corporate. Um, so he goes to a like a bar. Like well, he's, a, tra- he's well, trying he's to find a sort of sister. He's trying to find a sister, but he bumps into like what they call corporate. Yeah, they're basically just like they're they're to fill the vacuum that has been basically been left on those planets. They're yeah. basically kind of like corporate police officers, yeah. aren't they? They're, they're pro- private like police. Pro- police. Private police. They don't work for a yeah, government. And they're such, a bit but... rogue, so they they um. They stop him. They try to take some money off him. Like, I guess just they probably do that all the there. time. Rough mm-hmm. him up. He accidentally kills one of them when he's sort of fighting, fighting them. Then one's left. He ends up just 
finishing him off so he doesn't obviously say anything. He quickly finishes him Holly off. Was <laughs> playing, Holly was playing Call of Duty last night. And then, he's pretty much in for a penny and Finish him off. We're at the strip club there, lads. Finish him off and then killed him. And uh, and then basically he's on the run for a bit. Um, and in the background, that sort of news gets back to all the corporate um, hierarchy of the police. And they're trying... People may, mainly don't care about it, apart from, like, what's his name? Cyril, who's one of the corporate mm. members, who's trying to track down um, Cassian. Um, so whilst that's going on, Cassian's being tracked. Um Cassian is also um, being sort of courted by Luthen, um, and he's been told. Well, he's he's he seeks out Luthen, doesn't he? Yeah, he wants he to sell the sell it out. Oh yeah, so he get does... out and get a quick button. Get yeah, out. so what he... was it? It was like a but, wait, so sort of tran- transponder sort tran- of thing. Yeah, that he managed to steal. From... But is that even is that even there. set up where Luthen? Is that just by chance then that Luthen actually no, falls? No, no so, so it gets on the boat. Yeah, yeah that's it. So Bates effectively, he's killed these people. He can feel that he's in trouble. He needs to get out, but he's yeah. not got the money to. So he's got this particular bit of imperial kit, which would, as I understand it, enable anybody to track down wherever you know imperial starfighters yeah, and yeah. stuff are. Um, he's got that, and he's like, I know that's worth a lot of money. He knows that Bix has got this contact that she flogs stuff off to, and yeah, that's yeah. why Luthen and he get put together. But like, does L- Luthen doesn't know he's about to be contacted by Cassian? Um, like, there isn't. That's just by chance that Luthen goes, "Okay, <clears throat> wait a minute. I know a bit about you. I'm gonna recruit you now." Well, well, this is where I I don't know if things get explained further along down the season. But up to this, up where we're up to, where we find that he's trying to look for Luthen or get Bix's contact. Is he needs to get out of the planet and make a quick buck. He knows Bix has got a contact that will buy the old stuff or technology off them. What we what we later find out is actually Lufa Lufen is actually been keeping tabs on Cassian yeah, yeah. and um needs him for a job. Yeah. And and there's sort of like it's a kind of marriage of the two. They both need each other and it's yeah. a perfect little alignment. So yeah, Cassian basically gets told, look, do this one job, I'll give you a load of cash. And he tries to his... make it low. I think he tries to basically play it down a bit, doesn't he? It's like, do this one job, we're going to take the load. Yeah, away. I think he still says he, he still explains. He what knows it going to do, don't he? He knows it'll, it'll be a big job. Yeah, but mm. I think he's probably done maybe not as big of that, but he's done sort of jobs like that before. What Cassie doesn't realise though is how small scale like team are and yeah. how inexperienced they are. So yeah, then he gets dumped on whatever island it is. What was it? Not island, but planet. Shepherd Land. Yeah, Aldani. So there's what? Yeah, there's like Aldani. what? Five of them? Six of them? In the middle of sort of nowhere, been working on it for months. This whole big heist, he gets dropped in. They're all suspicious of him because he's basically the only one that's guaranteed. He basically turns up three days before the heist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like a, it's like a kind of not a wasteland planet. It's like a very just a yeah, like shepherd sort of planet. But then there's this big imperial yeah base, on which it. probably nobody knows about, right? Yeah, they're using a it. There's a reason why they're using it, isn't there? There's, there's a big dam, planet. isn't there? It's like um. Isn't there like a big hydro dam or something? That's like on a yeah on a yeah on a dam. I think, I think they said it was a, it was a it was a distribution center. Yeah, and it was it was it's in the middle placed. of nowhere, but it was perfectly placed for nothing. But it was also perfectly placed to be in the middle of everything. I think yeah, that's yeah. why they have it there. Yeah. yeah. So basically, they have got to get to grips with the fact that Cassian's there, and they're gonna do this heist. What was it that uh, the First quarter salary quarter or the salary whole of the imperial, yeah. the imperial payroll. Yeah. Yeah. payroll. So credits, basically. Yeah. Physical gold bars of credits, which I guess we don't really know until the actual... It's a bit of a weird one. I kind of thought for such a big heist, they're basically just stealing money. It's not like they're well, going in to destroy anything. Or well, I was going to mention... But they also, they also need money, don't they? They need money to, they need to, money to, to start the rebellion. Exactly. But it was kind of like, I don't know. Well, that's what so I think. Like I think job, that, yeah, you think yeah. it's all for the, like the Rebel Alliance, but actually, I mean, actually, no, we can talk about it. So the actual sort of um, motivation with some of the people in there is actually not really to do with the Rebel Alliance at all. Like people like only cared about the money from the first. Um, yeah. what's, what, his, what's his jobs that wants to like steal the money? That, right that, that's it. I think there's there's um, some there's some questionable characters yeah. in and amongst the seven that do the yeah. heist. 
He uh, get his name. Oh, Arvel. Oh, Arvel. Skeen. Yeah. Skeen. Yeah. I mean, but we that, don't know that till right at the very no, end. But he's, he, he, we're given but a he did seem the most shady his, character. Yeah, out he's of that lost group. his brother. He right? kind of saw Andor, didn't he? For, yeah. for who he, he was like, yeah, you're not who you say you are. Yeah, he's probably thinking you're here for the same reason I'm here. Yeah. And Tamarin. Yeah, he kept saying like, I'm the same sort of thing, didn't he? He kept saying yeah. like weird. Tamron was an ex-stormtrooper, correct? Yeah. That we're told. Um, he's not on the screen, but we also have the guy who is an G- Imperial... Gorn. No, he's a Lieutenant oh, yeah. Gorn. He's the, like... Oh, yeah. He's the mole. And he's, yeah, there you go. He's been there for seven years or something. Yeah, playing yeah. Long, the long game. So he's, yeah. like, the, the key person, really. Without yeah. him, nothing yeah. can be done. And he's in charge. He's he's pretty up there in this base, yeah. isn't he? He's, he's like basically number two, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He? He's, he's, he's a big boy, so he gets to... And he must have been like, yeah, pally with Scar. <clears throat> no, not Scar. I was say, um, with um, Luthen for a long time, probably, right? I don't know. Because Do they cross um, No, they don't. It's only Vel. But you'd think that's where he would have been the one contacting him, right? Well, Vel's the one. She's the one that's Luthen's contact, isn't she? Yeah. Because when Andor gets dropped off, she hikes for however yeah, far to go in between. Yeah. And, and she's not allowed to mention Luthen. So the yeah. rest of the team don't know anything of Luthen. No. He's completely anonymous. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 quite interesting how this is this really is kind of the, the brewing of the rebellion and they're all just like they know that they've got to do this thing, but they've got no real leader. Yeah. Mm. No one's really leading them. Um it's funny about like cats like Vel and Lufin and, and also this is also about Cassian like stepping up and like taking charge and starting the rebellion. But no one's really figureheading it at the moment. Because another, because another big storyline is is Mon Mothma, isn't it? Yeah. On, on Coruscant, and she's doing her own political. They're the two things that are going on at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That on that planet, and then you've got basically her house. What yeah. she's doing in her house. It's very political, isn't it? That's the political side of it, which yeah. is probably one one thing I had to rewind a few times to kind of go back on some of the conversations that we had more maybe in the second half of the show which obviously we'll get onto in the next episode but there are a few times where you'd have these political conversations going on in the Coruscant like in the big um oh, like I forget what it's House called. Of Commons. yeah uh, and there are a few times I had to go back and kind of re-listen to kind of really follow what was going on because it yeah. is quite um you know there's a lot of I'm sure very much like uh the, the like you- politics today but there's a lot of like Backstory and a lot, it's a lot of, of like, jargon in there. A lot of jargon and a lot of That's like thing, Mon like... Mothma's obviously trying to keep it hush hush with uh, Tay, who's like her old oldest friend. Like the two of them are kind of like thick as thieves, trying to like keep Move this stuff going around. on. And then you have got Luthen, who's got this front of like an antiques mm. dealer. And mm. then every time Mon Moth- Mothma comes in, she's like acting like she wants to buy something, but actually, well, her driver's a, an informant that she believes been placed there to keep tabs on yeah. her. Yeah. And her husband is also a little bit like Perrin, his name, isn't it? Yeah. It's like he he's he's there and she doesn't trust him. Yeah. Well, I think they're all sort of like they're not in it. They're together. all doing the classic political sort of like It's a bit Tinker Tailor it's, it's Tinker Taylor spy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Who's watching who, who's about mm. to and, and she she likes the fact that she wants the rest of the empire to know what she is, not that she, what she's getting up behind closed doors in secret, but she's very much like still fighting for the Republic mm. in this, isn't she? She's yeah. a Republic yeah. Senate. Yeah, I think mm. in the first half, you kind of get that she's doing what she can to argue against the empire in through the, and I'm doing finger quotes, proper channels. But in the background, she's obviously been bankrolling Luthen. Yeah. And I think as the, the sort of jaws start tightening around her, that's probably why the heist is so important because that mm. source of funding is, is going to be cut because they're sort time's of, running out. her time's running out um, to be able to operate from within. Yeah. Um, but also, lovely gaff in Coruscant, isn't it? <sighs> lovely. Yeah. There's Imagine even a point it? where they say, oh, it's a bit old. Oh, it's beautiful. Like, she, can't, she can't change anything. Yeah, she's not allowed to change anything. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a bit all planning, mar- planning control. Right all marble. Lovely views, isn't it? Yeah. I like, the, I like the pretty. way that they just like fly around and they have like each shop. I'm not sure about every shop. I don't think like the local Londis has got its own like sh- um, <laughs> bay, but like Lufen's shop's got its own like little like well, landing. Yeah, but you, yeah, yeah. You, you say that, but that's only parking for one car. Well, yeah. So imagine I mean, also, it's very high end yeah, jewelry. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, 
Items Local are worth hundreds of thousands of credits. So how many? There won't be that many people turning up. But okay. that's only people like Mon Mothma. What you don't see out of shot. What you don't see out of shot is the queue of people waiting yeah. to get in after. Yeah. Yeah. Open what's tour, the cheapest thing you got? Tour bus going past and about to park up. Yeah. Yeah. When did we? When we've seen Coruscant quite a few times, haven't we? Car park. Multi-story. Yeah. Multi-story. We've seen Coruscant quite a few times, haven't we? Mm. We like in the other films and whatnot, but this definitely showed a more cosmopolitan, yeah, planet. Like everyone's there. The airport's quite cool, like the big airport. Mm. me a lot of like Heathrow or something like that. <laughs> that's what they based it on. Terminal Five. Yeah, I think that's one thing about the show is that series often aren't as big budget, but a lot of the scenes of Coruscant and stuff like it does feel very big budget. Yeah. Like, mm. it's, it's like glossy. Yeah, yeah, you get quite a lot of um, just gubbins that probably aren't important to the story, but you get to see a lot. Yeah. Which I think is really the, quite the, cool. the detail across the board is phenomenal in this show. Like every scene has got so much detail put mm. into it. Uh, yeah, Ferrix, it seem like if you miss something, you've missed like something important. Like, Even the, like the, the conversations with Mon um, Mothma, Moth, oh God, I can't Mon Mothma and her husband seems to be like very intricate because it's like they've been in this marriage it feels like for um just to be like important like a status thing. Like a status yeah, well, I can't remember what, ra- what race they are, but they See, they've both got things on the side. They've though. been married and they were kind of kind of like told that it's kind of an arranged marriage type yeah. thing, and that's what they do on their planet. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just every detail in it, like going from when we see Ferrex, like the kind of, it's very much a working, yeah, working class. Junker sort of. Junker yard. But every, every scene's got so much detail and like everything around it. And um, I love the episode when Lufin arrives and he comes on the coach. Oh, he parks his, um, he parks his ship further out, doesn't he? And gets the, the bus in. Oh yeah. And like a vintage kind of. It's just bus, like it? reminds me of like a bus in Margate or something. You know what I mean? Like from the nineteen fifties or something. And like even that old guy that's on there. Yeah, it's a little cases, interesting it? scene. That isn't it, it. Just which yeah. one? Sorry, there's the scene when Luton's getting the the bus into the city, oh, yeah. and there's that older chap that kind of like starts chatting to him, and then he comes and sits in front of him and sort of says like, "Oh, it's not like it used to be." All this yeah, sort of it's, stuff. It's, it's, like it's a, that it's that old thing where like I don't know whether they obviously haven't done it because it's relatable. They have done it to sort of say how the the the, the planet has changed, but there is an element of it's quite nice to just see that even in Star Wars you end up having interactions with people that you wish you could just tell to fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Um, so that's quite cool. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, the, the, I think the main thing this show's got to try and do is show that this is you know, quite... I don't know, did the original prequels feel... Did they look old in terms of the original tri- trilogy? And, like, um, that they were set so many years before the original trilogy? And well, the technology and fashion and but wasn't the technology better then? <clears throat> like in like they they know it's better in the prequels because of the fact that what like you... the there wasn't like a what's it called like um, the dark side. It wasn't like it you don't because they destroyed it. it, didn't they? They they destroyed all the Jedi's and stuff like that. And before when the Jedi's were like at their peak, they did have like this amazing civilization and stuff. Well, so that's why they had that like good technology and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I I I just think just as normal time goes, like just as years go by, technology and everything changes, and I think that's what this show is trying to show us that like it's it feels old. Doesn't the feel the as sort new. of um, what's it called? The fashion feels older, doesn't it? A little bit. I feel yeah. Like with, like with Mom Mothma, she looks like a like you know, Roman <laughs> empress. <laughs> Yeah. She does look a bit like a Roman emperor. Wonder if Coruscant is supposed to be Rome, maybe with the empire and everything. Yeah, it's probably got who's, a little bit um, of that in there. Who's matey? Is they going to have the fighting pits? Oh, they've probably got a form of it, haven't they? Spartacus. Okay. Spartacus is kicking around there. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, yeah, it, everything does just feel. There's, there's even what they have for breakfast. Like I was looking at like when the, when um is it Cyril goes Cyril. back to his mum yeah, and she's just, giving him the cereal oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like Cyril's everything cereal. is supposed to trick our mind into like it looks something that we resemble it to yeah. like a box of cereal or, or a carton of milk yeah 
but they've done it in a way that it would be of that time period. Mm. So the only thing that took me out of it was, um, you know, when Cyril's at home with his mum and he's eating his Nesquik with half of it painted blue, <laughs> and there's the announcement. There's the announcement on telly about someone or other. I can't remember. It's it's obviously to trigger him to be like, oh my god, yeah. It's, I, it's what is the guy I was trying to get? Isn't it? When but that telly, sorry, the telly. It's probably like a 16 inch fucking valve based. And I was like, hang on a minute, this is supposed to be a galaxy far, far away, and that's a heap of shit. Well, this is this is (laughs) this is what I'm getting at. Like this, I think this show wants us to sort of say, like, I don't know what I don't know how to really get my words out of this, but when I watch this in certain scenes, it makes it it always resembles 1970s of like of of our of our time period. In kind of the aesthetic of it, like uh, the old fashioned, the old fashioned cardboard cartoned milk and stuff like that is something we don't so, have anymore. So, Everything's in plastic and stuff like that. So I get what you say. And the CRT TV, it's obviously a much modern, you know, fa- like thousands of years into the future. Uh, uh, but to try and trick our mind that this is set, this is set way before Rogue One and before A New Hope, and that it is that far back. So did you think that everything was believable up until the TV moment <laughs> of Star Wars? The t- the t- the, well, Do you know what? Screw Star Wars. There's a, there's a couple of superficial things in this for me. And the, f- the first one was the TV, and I was a bit like, oh, that's quite bizarre. <laughs> even the grain, even the grain on the, the, on grain the, on the thing. Was it wasn't like, I mean, what were we on, like 4K now? Like, Most TVs have got 4K on them. This is, a, this, is a, <laughs> this is also a completely random point. We're going to have to do anything. But as someone who, you know, I love Star Wars, but I think I am quite superficial. I'm getting more and more concerned that, you know, halfway through, I'm not going to see a single lightsaber in this series. You're definitely that, not going to see a lightsaber. It's not that sort of series, though, is it? And that's that. That makes that's. I know, that's mate. why they've done. Know, but that's that's why they've done because um, they've they've done so many but, lightsabers. Because Obi, even Obi One series wasn't. Yeah. It? it was like backstory. They've, it wasn't that. They've no. They, they did. They, they did have. Did have no. They did. They've done the dirty, mate. They've done the dirty on the Jedi's. We are long due a decent Jedi series. Like, it is ridiculous. I mean, obviously, it's got to move on. It's got to change. And I'm glad that there's shows like Andor that can do it. But yeah, like Obi-Wan, where you know, we should be getting, like, big lightsaber battles in that. And yeah. we, got, we got, like, two yeah. or three. Well, Obi-Wan that's why versus Darth. Though. That's pretty big. But that's why I think this show is so good, because <laughs> yeah, it is something different. Up the ante. Yeah. That's, like, that's, like... Which is icons. why I respect it, because I think this doesn't try and, like tease us with the whole Jedi order. Yeah, it's all it's about very like, much we're at the rock, small we're at rock bottom. The small guy doing the small things behind the scenes to I mean the fact that things. he did he was a small guy in New Hope. You know, uh, sorry not New Hope in um Rogue One, you know that that's what it's gonna be mm. in this series as well. Yeah. You're not gonna suddenly have Luke turn up again. Or, no, true. Anyway, anyway Luke's cat, not alive put, yet, is he? Put a cat the cat amongst the pigeons there. I, I, I know didn't, he's didn't mean to I Dan, I, I'm fully with you, mate. I would love nothing more than to see like proper jedi like i'd love them to go back when the jedi order was like massive yeah so prequels really prequels sh- yeah because let's see like there, there's a there's a series of yeah. um animated shows at the moment um because you know who would feature in that qui-gon well qui-gon and um can do well and um mace window mace window i knew where you were going <laughs> yeah. have you not seen it it's on disney plus it's like it's little five ten minute shorts and they, they show like the Jedi's when they're younger. So they show when Qui Gon was an apprentice to Count Dooku. Um, they show Mace Windu when he was younger. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really good. It's, it's, and they've got a lot of the voice actors. Well, they've got like a baby Mace. Not baby Mace. I tell you, I tell you what though. Not Mace Windu. I was thinking of Dark and all then. We need to see his back because that's explained yeah. a lot in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can, we, can we just have a Darth Maul series? That would be so good. A, 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 yeah, Darth Maul. Like, why he, why he wasn't the main antagonist in the Obi Wan show, I don't know. I think that would be the Obi Wan show. The Obi Wan show. <laughs> yeah. It's like a radio but show. It could be, though. It could be in. Are they doing a second series of that? I don't think they will, you know. Because oh, they can't afford you in. Well, I just, it's I just thought sure they're not. Series. I thought, I thought there was. But, 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 but the thing is, going back to going back to the um, the Darth Maul bit, you are right. Like, obviously, Darth Vader is absolutely iconic. You can't take away from that. Palpatine is very in the shadows. Darth Sidious is very in the shadows. So it's not, you know, it's not as mm. the hot top of mind. But bearing in mind how everyone hated Episode One, Darth Maul was well, an amazing, amazing, amazing character. 
character. And the fact that he was killed off instantly, awesome. But also, it's a shame because yeah. he yeah. is. I know that he's... um. Well, he's not officially killed off, too. I know he's... No, he's like a I know he... Yeah, I know he's, he's, in he's in Clone yeah. He's in Clone Wars. Yeah, he's probably got... a reasonable amount, right? But yeah, in terms of I, in, yeah, the, in the movie and series, he hasn't featured at all. Yeah. And he's probably... We saw him as a cameo in um, Han Solo. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the via most, that's... hologram, right? Yeah. But that's the most up-to-date we've got of him. I know, but like the mm. fact that, like, if you ask people... Uh, casually, who aren't even massive Star Wars fans, they'd probably be able to rec- not maybe by name, oh, but so, they, yeah. they'd recognise so that that was a Star Wars fan. You'd so get, why not capitalise on that? You'd have a few people going, oh, that Darth Maul. Um, <laughs> but no, you're right. You're 100% right. And actually, it's interesting, because I've not seen Han Solo. Um, interesting that they've got a, a Darth Maul hologram in there. It's the original yeah. actor as well that did it. Very exciting. Yeah. So that they've, they've obviously they've always got plans. But it's to surely if he's got well, face paint on. That was a long time ago now, though. Yeah. That was like what five years ago. Yeah. It really oh, is like if you've got five minutes, it really is like worth watching Han Solo. No, it's worth. Yeah, just watch five minutes of it. It is really worth like reading up on what he gets up to after Phantom Menace and the family and like his connection to Obi Wan and stuff. Like it's it's so cool his storyline and what happens to him, and you almost feel a little bit sorry for Darth Maul's character. Should we go back to Andor? Go Let's back, go back, back to, to Andor. Andor. Luthen? Yeah. Jedi? No. He has got a kind of crystal, could... though, hasn't he? Yeah. Do you reckon he could... Oh, reckon... so you think... Well, I don't I don't think he's got a lightsaber, but I think he could... He <laughs> could be... Dan, he could have a lightsaber down there, mate. <laughs> Dan, I'm not watching it. He could be but I think he could have... I, could, I think he could have... There you go, uh, There's a kyber crystal. That's a close one to a so lightsaber. I think he could have ways of the force. Powers the blade, right? Yeah, he could have the ways of the force. That's, yeah. that's something I think he needs it as an older man though, doesn't he he needs um, <laughs> I I, I, <laughs> he needs that to power up I think you've got a good point there Ali I think that he might not be a Jedi in the way that we traditionally think of Jedis but I think he could have ways of lightsaber ways with the force yeah, yeah I think he tingles with the force what is it called the um, spidey sense mid- midulin no what's the le- the um, midichlorian midichlorian he's yeah, basically he Spider-Man about climbing up walls he's got the senses he's, got all, up he's got all the senses mate. yeah Yeah, I I wonder if season two we'll see a lot of his background. Anyway, we're probably jumping ahead of ourselves, aren't we? But I think you're right, Ali. I think there is very plausible reason for him to have connections to with young Yoda. Because yeah, twelve years. (laughs) Yeah, you get some sort of shriveled up. Twelve years after Revenge of the Sith. This is, this is yeah, okay, yeah. So, five years before. So yeah, Jedi's would still right very much be on still on the run. Mm. They'd still be like still being hunted, and they'd probably be quite cross as well. I, I think, think they'd be, be upset, cross, yeah. cross enough to be able to form some sort of rebellion, some sort, of and rebellion. start doing some some pretty shady stuff. Mm. He is pretty shady. I think, stuff. I think that's another sorry, and it is on Luthen, so we are staying on Andor. Can I but, can I be critical of one particular bit? Is it with one heist? of us? No, to do with the heist, right? So obviously. Um, did you feel like when you were watching it, obviously to start with, it felt like the heist was taking ages to actually happen? To build up. Like, to build three up. episodes worth, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think they're um, sort of, they did what, two days? Like he did like a couple of days of training to be able to pretend to be one of those. I think they would have clocked that like straight away. I don't think they were that great at being uh, officers. But I do wonder if part of it is because they did. I know that they've got the guy behind, like. Yeah, but even though it was so organised and all the rest of the crew had spent all the time, I wonder if part of it is to be like, he is that good at this. Because it's kind of like until he joined, it was how are you going to get the ship out? You don't even have a pilot. How are you getting off the rail? And the fact that he's picked it up so quickly is a. Oh, actually, this is is, is the guy. But also, like, they, they didn't really question. But these new you're, people... you're saying that it didn't look as slick, really. Yeah. You, you could see, like... I know, and that's what they... I mean, I guess because they're not going to look exactly yeah. like what they are. But yeah. it just seemed like it was too easy for I them actually, to just blend in. I actually maybe agree with that a little bit. Like, I think the show does a great job everywhere else, but the heist didn't quite feel as slick as it It just felt too be. easy for them to, like, get yeah. into where they were. Maybe. Yeah, like, obviously it, it all, it all I mean, kicked what, off I mean, in the end, but like so they use the they use the spectacle, don't they? That happens every three years or something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, where closing all the, of the eye, the closing yeah. of the eye, um, and they use that to half the group impersonate Imperial 
mm. off soldiers. Yeah. And then Sinta and Vel, they swim under and infiltrate on the bridge and well, take also, the track. The, they, yeah. the, they, they switch off the, com, like the comms or whatever yeah. it is. Again, then, another critical bit was like, you know that bit where they were on the bridge? The, what are they called? Oh, uh, I know what you're going to say. Vel and, Vel and Sinta. There's a bit where Vel runs across. Yeah, I was literally going to say that. And she runs across and past, past like past, a guard. Yeah, box. and like they would, they could have easily seen her. And yeah. if they had seen her, that would have been it. Yeah, like, and it was such a like she didn't even try and really hide. She just ran, she across. ran across. Even yeah. when they like, they kind of hold the host, uh, the officer's family hostage, mm. and use him to kind of get through the security sequences and then he ends up having like a heart attack doesn't he while they're loading the coins in but i, I guess you could stuff say... like that like anything anything along that way like one simple thing could have gone wrong yeah. and it would have just been like completely over like they would have been just busted yeah. are you team are you team just kill the whole family <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know that was a team sometimes <laughs> did you create this team, team? sometimes that's i do team. watch this and i just think when they leave like loose ends like that i would just kill them <laughs> well, I think Cassian, well, do you know what I mean? we've like, seen that Cassian has no problem in yeah. cutting off tyres, yeah. cutting off loose ends. And Maybe he's getting a bit of a conscience. I think, yeah, because we know this show's a bit like grey in areas, that what is quite cool is in any scene, any of them could just turn around and shoot one of them in the back. Mm. And I, and there's not many shows now that can still do that. I, th- I think you're right. I think the fact that it is, it does, the, the going back to some of what we've already said about the grittiness. And it's showing that actually the rebellion wasn't all good. Arguably, the empire wasn't all bad. It's kind of like both have light and dark. Yeah, that's good. Them. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, the fact that you just think that everybody on the rebel side is yeah, yeah, I think together so. and and that yeah. feel, and that feels like that does feel like an evolution, and that does feel quite grown up. Because like Star Wars, the original films and everything, it was very the goodies and the baddies. Also, at that point, everybody was a bit more. It was like a actual. It was an alliance. Like at this point, they're just scrambling around everybody that can help them. But but and 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 that's it. And the way the way you got there though, where it was okay, light and dark. It was actually not. And also, it's it's interesting um, that Luthen is kind of forcing, knowingly forcing the Empire's hand as well. Mm. Into making it worse. So there's I was going to say, of... yeah, that that's an interesting thing because some in some scenes of the ISP, they are just a, a group of police officers tracking down fugitives, people that have like robbers. Yeah. And in some scenes, you're you're rooting for them because you're like, well, they're doing the good work here, and the robbers, obviously, what we know the empire to end up being, we're like, we're going to root for the rebels, but. In certain scenes, they do a good job of showing us that they're just they're they're the good guys tracking down the bad guys. But you're right, Luthen does force their hand, and yeah. after this heist, they bring him to that um, amendment basically that doubles yes. everyone's sentences, and that really cracks down. So it's interesting how one person's actions almost mm. create a tumbling block for the rest mm. of it, and yeah. then we end up seeing how the empire ends up being so ruthless in the future because after, after like in between obviously we what was it 12 years after those 12 years before there would have been a lot of blurred lines with a lot of people like maybe doing good maybe doing <laughs> well bad. i think yeah. a lot of people because you gotta remember like palpatine spent years moving things around behind without before he actually came out very slowly doing yeah it. very slowly doing it and he built up a lot of <laughs> yeah he built up a lot of allegiances and alliances with people, and a lot of them had question, already questioned the Jedi Order. Because you think the Jedi mm. Order were were the kind of governing body of the Empire. At some point, people are going to question stuff, and and people are like, "Do we still need this religion?" Because they were mm. a religious cult, basically, yeah. the Jedi Order. And you look at like nowadays, like Christianity and stuff. Like Christianity ruled the world back in the day, mm. whereas now we look at Christianity and. Certain countries and, and, question, and question it, and I think very much like that. Looking at the Jedi Order and thinking, actually, go. do we need? Do we still need this Jed, this religious belief to to govern our to govern to govern what we do? So I think a lot of people supported Palpatine. Well, by the time they start building that Death Star, they want the Jedi's back, don't they? <sighs> But on the yeah. other hand, they had like cool lightsabers, so people like they got the yeah, cool, they got the cool want, lightsabers. Really. Some, there, was, there was an element where you were talking about um, rooting for certain people in this. I just want on record that I don't root for anybody that doesn't have a lightsaber. Although Darth has a lightsaber, it's a double one. 
Well, the, well, what, Moorland Vader? Yeah, he's got like twin. Vader's got yeah, a single yeah. one, but it's Darth Maul's got a double ended. Double, double, double ended. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so, I think we've covered off basically up into the heist. We've chatted a little bit about the heist. What were people's expectations of this show? Because we at the first, at the start of this we said that you know a few of us ha- uh, enjoyed Road One, but a couple of us didn't quite remember it, and it wasn't up <laughs> so, there in the top five. So, 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 so I'll start. So, what made you watch ha- this show then? The fact that you, I had you asked me. Yeah, you told me <laughs> to. I was more or less told I had to. Um, and I've got to be honest, I reckon the first two or three episodes were a uh, struggle for me. I wasn't interested. It was a slow start, wasn't it? I didn't care. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is, I'm not interested. I just don't get it. But actually, um, after that, going into the heist and things, and I can see where it's starting to go, I'm more into it. But initially, I was like, ah, fuck this. Do you think if you weren't a Star Wars fan, you could watch this and enjoy it? I because think it when I watch it, difficult. when I watch it, I see it as a, you know, I could I could quite easily yeah, take the whole could. Star Wars thing out of this and treat it like if you change a, Brit- a British it, crime yeah. drama, espionage thriller. I think I think I, I think don't know because half the interest is the fact that there's all these ties and all these like oh he's going to become this and she's going to become. Yeah, this. But that could be another show anyway. Yeah, but I think but I think mm. having a large element, yeah. of having a background understanding that there is an empire and there was a rebel. I think I you do that. kind of need that. Is this line because of duty for Star Wars? It's the bill. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean. Like even, I mean, even it's quite. I think it's quite. I think they've done it on purpose, but they've used a lot of British actors. Um, because let's face it, in in England, we do crime a lot better than the US. Like that's predominantly think? what we have on TV. It goes yeah. to the US audience. <laughs> Last week we eliminated uh, Alabama and, and Norwich. <laughs> now we're just get rid of the whole get the whole the US. whole thing. Um, I think you guys would would agree with that, though, wouldn't you? That I think. Maybe on, recently, on British TV, we we you know our budget has never been to the scope of American TV budget. We can't do the big. But they've had a lot of police shows over the years. Yeah, but I think we get we do gritty and much better than the Americans. It's because we're quite grit, like as in we're not as personable. Yeah, as I mean, well, for one, so we like, are gritty. Everything has to be gritty. Yeah, it's all, like gun crime is obviously like, just, like we we we're not allowed to carry firearms yeah, and stuff. So like a lot of it's yeah. like behind like you know behind in the shadows and stuff like that. Um, going, going off that that what you were just saying, could you watch it if you weren't a Star Wars fan? I think it's interesting how much they focus on the Empire in this show. There's a lot of scenes you know we haven't really touched on it, but it was like the Dejamiro, ISB, major part of guys. Like there's uh, actually quite a lot about the Empire, that if someone that wasn't a Star Wars fan watched it, I think they could even end up rooting for the Empire more yeah. than the Rebels, because 100%. there's nothing to suggest yeah. that these are the bad guys and these are the good guys. You've got characters like Cyril Khan, who, they to be honest, in the first six episodes, he's very much a developing character. You know, he's a bit like, he looked like he was going to cry for, for most of the episodes. But the speech he, he gives before they, you know, go down that planet. Yeah. yeah. And th- there's a lot about him that you people would look at him and be like, oh, I feel a bit bad for him, because he's just, he's... You know, he's discovered Cassian, and then he's basically been like, "No one's taken it seriously." Well, I think we all know to... someone like that, don't we? In any kind of corporate business, we mm. all know someone like that. He's like, who, he's sort of... straight out of school. He's not got the, yeah. the the experience under him, but he wants to rise to the top. He's trying to do his best. He's like, partly a little bit of a suck up, but partly he's like. He's a he's, well, he's, well, he's well, a little bit of a because he doesn't want to brush a murder, a double murder under the carpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, what's Whereas everyone yeah. else is like, oh, it's just a something, something that has something that happened, and then he's really trying to. I think you see it more in the Actually, second I half. I don't think was, he is a sucker. I think obviously we see he ends up, you know, desperately trying to get in with the ISP, but at the start, ISP? He's, is it ISP or B? What's it? What's it stand for? It's a bureau. So it's a bureau. But it makes him realise as well that like. Um, like everything's not as pure as he thinks it is. Like they're not going to investigate anything. Yeah. Like they'll yeah. investigate the things that work for them. Because like you were saying, like you won't be able to tell if like maybe they're good or bad. But major what's part of gas. 
he seems like he's he, like he's got he something does. up his sleeve. Yeah, he does. But Do there's always going to be someone they, like that in his position, yeah. though, isn't there? I think he's just someone who's yeah, he's in a, in a very seems a like, shady character. He's hmm. no, I, he's sh- I don't think he's shady. Oh, what, you I think he's you think he's a double agent. I don't think he's a no. Dog. He just seems like someone that like isn't going to be good. Like he's he got to seems be like there's always something. I think Deirdre Miro seems more sort of. I thought she was a double does. agent when when we first got introduced to yeah, her. I yeah. thought she was a double agent, um, but actually she's someone who's just like so head focused. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think she is, she is, and I think her character arc is going to be she realizes actually how bad the empire is and she'll be like oh my god what have i done oh, I, don't I don't think, think so. i think she's too she's probably uh, yeah. the, the baddest of the lot i reckon yeah, yeah. Baddest of them all. <laughs> <laughs> i think more so than now, <laughs> yeah i think more so more so the major party girls i think she's a real like she's got that cool, i think cool she's sort of ruthless I, side to her i think yeah i think she's gunning for party job and yeah. um and i think she, and i think if this does do into later seasons we'll see her doing big power plays to actually get his position. Um and actually, yeah, as as the show goes on, he starts off being quite a quite a dominant character, but he actually ends up listening to a lot of what she's suggesting they do and taking her mm. her advice. Whereas at the start he's like completely against anything like that. Um I think obviously we're gonna do part two of this. Yep. Hopefully pretty soon. So I think we should probably leave it there. Mm-hmm. Has anyone got anything else to say One just more generally thing. about the show? I need to find out um, Andrea Arjona's Instagram Lives. handle. <laughs> Bix Colleen. She's a lovely I just That's all, all I need to add, really. And the only thing for me is just part two, the half a second half, fingers crossed for Bad Kyber Crystal going full blown say that <laughs> I think you're going to say for, uh, hopefully a Darth Maul uh, feature no I, 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 no I don't think that's going to happen but <laughs> so there you have it guys <laughs> we're going to bring it to a close there thank you very much for listening once again I've been James Marley and to my right I've been Ali Wilson and to my right I've been Ollie Shrimpton and to my right I've been Dan Purchase and to my left it's time for us to say goodbye <laughs> See you later, guys.